Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio, another great episode. This is Shep Hyken, and I'm excited this week because Gene Bliss, my buddy, is on the show. And let me tell you a little bit about Gene. She is the one that pioneered the role of the CCO, the Chief Customer Officer. As a matter of fact, she wrote a book about it years ago, but that's not what this show is going to be about. This show is about her new book, Would You Do That to Your Mother, with a subtitle of Make Mom proud. And that's what I I can't tell you how many times over the years, somebody said, would you treat your mother that way? Hey, if this was your grandmother, would you treat her that way? And this is what this book is about. Intentional and really just, you know, blow them away customer care. Jean Bliss is in the house. Welcome, Jean. How you doing? Hey, Chef. I'm so good. Thank you. It's so much fun to talk to you. I love this because, you know, I'm a huge fan of yours. I've been a fan of yours for years and years. And I think everybody needs to know that this book is coming not just from your heart, but from your brain as well. You've worked with some of the greatest companies in the world, not just as a speaker. I'm talking about you were employed by great yeah. companies. So just share a few of these who, where you worked in their customer service world. Sure, yeah. I've pushed the rock up the hill um, for about 25 years inside of uh, great, great companies, deliberately uh, different industries, Land's End, Catalog, um, and uh, online, um, Mazda Motor of America, Coldwell Banker Corporation, Allstate Corporation, and Microsoft. So that was where I got my chops for doing this work and uh, pioneering that CCO role. Wow. You pushed the rock up the hill. I love that. (laughs) Well, and, and Shep, you know me, I'm five zero. You know why? Because that rock fell on my head so much during that time. That, that's, there's a story. That's what's given me all the ability to write about this work in such a credible way. All right. And by the way, you just heard the first snort. My goal is at least another half a dozen snorts throughout the entire <laughs> Oh, my gosh, that's terrible. But this is good because if you're snorting, we're having fun. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Awesome. So you worked, and these are all really recognizable brands that you were in their customer support world, managing the customer service, so you know what we're talking about. All right. You've, you you want to create this movement, the movement to hashtag make mom proud. Let's talk about the movement. Sure. Well, you know, the thing is that companies are built up of people who have values, that they are inherently in who they are as people. The what I call make mom proud companies enable people to live those values, but are not. It's not about etching it on a crystal ball. They're very deliberate about how they will and will not make revenue. They're very deliberate about what they will and will not do to enable employees to do the right thing. They're very deliberate about policies and how they charge customers for things or how they make it easy or hard to do business. And all of these, these behaviors translate into operations, which translate into make mom proud behaviors. And so what I'm trying to do is give us all hope in the marketplace, give ourselves hope inside of organizations that we are trying. This work is one action after another. You're not going to immediately be able to transform, but take one step, then another, then another. And what we want to do is give you a platform for celebrating. So go on MakeMomProud.com. We'll show it at the end. I'm sure you'll put it in your show notes. It's got hyphens between it. Um, 
and post a picture of your mom and just something simple you've done that would make her proud. Wow. Love that. MakeMomProud.com. Make-Mom-Proud. So there's hyphens in between MakeMomAndProud.com. That's very cool. Not hyphens. Hyphens. Not hyphens. (laughs) Hyphens. Okay. Did I say hyphens? No, I did. I just did that. All right. So one of the things is, is that every company can sit down and decide what it would be. What are the what are the deliverables that will make mom proud? If it's if it's a movie theater or if it's a retail store or if it's a manufacturer, you're going to have different ways. Uh, what I would call you know the the non negotiable things that you have to do uh, to make your customers happy that would make mom proud. So there's there really is no one size fits all, but the theme rides through every size yeah and I would say employees as well because what we know is the the first line of the of, of communication and interaction in many cases is your employees and so if if you don't have co- employees who are living what I call congruence of heart and habit right heart meaning what you know and habit being uh, being enabled to act that way at work then you don't have happy employees and that that shows up to your customer um, but to make it easier I also broke the categories of Make Mom Proud work into four chapters so that it became kind of very simple. Um, and by reading the chapters in the 32 case studies, it, it tells them 32 tenter points, 32 places where they can dig deeper and evaluate are they making mom proud in those 32 places across their customer journey, across their customer experience, across their employee experience. Great. So what I want to do in a little while, not right now, I want to go and talk about some of those 32 places that are going to make mom proud. You know, it wasn't uh, that long ago I was working in uh, Dallas, Texas. I was working for Visit Dallas. Ironically, I was working at the Southwest Airlines uh, Training Center and lots of Southwest Airlines. Have you been there before? Yes, I have. And and Colleen Barrett, who's a good friend of mine, is the president emeritus, so I'm a huge fan. Southwest fan. Yeah, 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 and I love them too. Well, guess who was sitting in the audience? Someone from American Airlines. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he came up to me and and he said, and I know whether it's mom or it's grandma, it's the same point. He, and and he mm-hmm. was saying, if my grandmother were getting on a plane, what what would I do? I'll tell you what I would do. Number one, she would not be picking up that heavy luggage. I would be carrying her about luggage. That. Did I. I- did I tell you about and then this? And then they're saying, oh, we can't do it because of rules or whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, pick up the luggage and help or put it in the overhead. Hold her hand as she's walking on down the jetway. I mean, you do what you do because you love your grandma. And I think that's part of it. You would not just want to make mom proud. If you treat somebody like they're the one you love, you're going to treat them differently than if you you know, just look at them as a person, as another ticket, as another number. and Well, that's right. And it's, and it's a metaphor, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we need to take business personally. What's happened in this work, this customer experience work, whatever, is it's become so complicated. And I wanted to bring people back to a very simple question. I call it almost a conscience question that anyone in the organization can ask. At the front line, such as a flight attendant, what would you do? In the middle of the organization where the policies and processes are being created, is that really the, you know, do you really want people to go through 10 process steps to return a watch or whatever it is? And at the executive level, how are you going to make money? How are you going to motivate your people? 
So it, it, it becomes kind of a simple lens to draw us back and to pause. Wow, wow. All right, let's jump and switch gears. Would you do that to your mother? That is a great title. And, <laughs> and uh, why, why did you choose that? I mean, I, I kind of have an idea, make mom proud and all that, but, you know, would you do that to your mother? There has to be some examples in there of, like, are you kidding me? You're doing, you know, that? <laughs> Well, I, again, I, you know, I've been doing this work for 35 years, and I've written the really, you know, in-depth how to lead, you know, a, a business transformation from the chief customer officer standpoint. Of course, that's what I do for a living uh, in many ways. But I wanted to create a very accessible, simplified uh, roadmap. And so um, I was trying to figure out what would my next book be. And, you know, I wrote a book many years ago called I Love You More Than My Dog, Five Decisions That Drive Extreme Customer Loyalty. And that hit a nerve with people because of the emotion of it and also the very accessible nature of it. And would you do that to your mother somehow? The original title for this book was going to be Why Oh Why? Why Oh Why Do Companies Do This? Why Oh Why? And then somehow would you do that to your mother popped into my head. And uh, from there, that's where we went. And it became, um, to your point, Shep, the more people I told that to, the more they said, yes, that will help us, that will simplify things. And then I had to figure out what was the book that matched that title. And you came up with the idea of putting mom on the front cover. Well, I, you know, the, my publisher uh, came up with this cover, and initially we, we went around and around, but they put the mother on the cover because it was the mother, and then... That's not the, your mom? Right? No, no, that's not my mom. That's oh. a Getty image lady. My <laughs> mother and my grand- <laughs> <laughs> But if you go in, for everyone out there, in the, in the first chapter, there is a picture of my mother and my two grandmothers, very, very Italian-looking ladies. I start the book actually talking about them. Um... So they, they are in there and paid homage to, of course, the strong, feisty women in my life. But no, this is a Getty image lady. Um, but, but, the, but that whole idea of would you do that to your mother then created really the, okay, what should the tone of this book be? We need to make it approachable. And that even drove uh, the chapter titles, which are really momisms. Mm-hmm. Love it. All right. And the book is titled again, Would You Do That to Your Mother? Subtitled, Make Mom Proud. It is out right as we are doing this show and it's being released. It is out right now. So you need to go to Amazon.com. You need to look up Would You Do That to Your Mother? Gene Bliss, and it's J E A N N E, Bliss, B L I S S. Awesome book. You're going to love it. You need to have it. This is like don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Uh, we're going to take a short break, maybe short enough uh, or maybe long enough for you to go and buy the book. But if not, come back right away because we've got a lot more to cover. Don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information All you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form. And each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more. All about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken.
We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Jean Bliss about her new book, Would You Do That to Your Mother? And the subtitle, by the way, I said Make Mom Proud. It's actually the Make Mom Proud Standard for how to treat your customers. Now, I want to go over what's in the book, but before I do that, I've got to ask you, we started to get into it. Would you do that to your mother? Give me an example, just one crazy example of some company when you, when, when they did it, you thought to yourself, would they do that to your mother? If, you know, how could they do well, that? Well, yeah, and there's actually what I call these quips all through the book with each of these 32 case studies. For example, would you turn down your mom's warranty claim three days out of warranty? Yeah, no. I, you know, there are some companies that would. That's right, because, you know, we create rules. And instead, the whole point of that case study is give your front line the wiggle room, the information, and the trust to make the right call. Uh, you know, and, and what happens when that, that occurs is two people suffer. Your employee suffers because they've got to shrug and deliver the bad news that they've never delivered to their mother or another human. And, of course, the customer thinks, what the heck? I've been with them for X long. I'm worth X money. Really? 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 You know, it's that, it's that you can't make this stuff up moment things that really define our lives as customers. I mean, this book is the story of our lives as customers. And then, most importantly, the case studies, we call them a case study to make mom proud, are the companies that choose to flip it, the bravery, to deliver a different kind of experience and be a different kind of company. Mm-hmm. All right. I know you've given us one, and, and you've got 31 others. I I'm, Later on, if we have time, I want to go back and do some of these. All right. Let's dig into the book. Uh, the, there's four big areas, um, and, and the first one is be the person I raised you to be. <laughs> yes. Oh, I heard a little is, snort. I heard a little snort. Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. You're so bad. Okay, so be the person I raised you to be. This is about enabling people to thrive. Enable your employees to thrive. This In this chapter, we discuss how you hire people, but how you, like I just said earlier, um, lock we lock people into rule into rules. We make them policy cops. Um, how the best companies, for example, Val Resorts has banned um, this. Our policy is from their conversations. Um, how you honor the dignity of customers' lives and enable everybody to be a show up as a caregiver, no matter what your business vertical. Trust the front line to extend grace. Right. Let policy and the golden rule collide. Um, how organizations really hire people de- deliberately. I mean, there's a wonderful case study in there about Pal's Sudden Service, a fast food uh, a restaurant that hires using a 60-point uh, psychometric survey that changes who they hire in the experience, the, you know, forcing the front line to beg for survey scores, all these things that inadvertently uh, create a disconnect between you know, how they were raised and how they want to act and, you know, what we inadvertently in companies kind of guide people toward acting, uh, you know, reward systems and how the Make Mom Proud companies reward differently to elevate people's spirits. Wow. And so give me an example of what they would do to reward differently. Well, so, for example, instead of attaching, you know, there's been this this movement with all this customer experience work to attach to survey scores. And now what you've got is you're creating survey score beggars, right? Who have we who hasn't been called or pitched or asked before you leave a store or, or a hotel or you know a car dealership to give a score because it's now attached to whether I can you know send my kid to daycare or whatever. 
Instead, these companies reward for behavior that will ultimately earn a customer's accolade. They also give people a seat at the table in designing. They trust. A lot of reward, what we know and what has been validated, is not as much about monetary. That's part of it. But you first need to reward ingenuity. You need to trust people for going out and taking action, sometimes risky action. Celebrate that. Give them a seat at the table of designing what will occur as you're improving experiences and celebrate them. And that's not easy to do because those aren't always the, the easy things that show up on the scoreboards. Right. Yep. changes the tenor of a company. It changes your, who your employees are. And it now then creates a very, very deliberate approach to who you will hire and who you do not hire. The Make Mom Proud companies make hiring their most important decision. I love it. And they should because uh, the people, I, I call it the awesome responsibility. At any given time, one person represents an entire company. People walk away from dealing with a person and they will go, I love doing business with them. They're friendly. They're nice. They're helpful. They're knowledgeable. It's not a they, though. It's a he or a she. And it's not a comp- it is a company name, but each person represents that. I want to give you, uh, I heard something. I'm going to reflect it back before we jump into number two uh, of your chapters. But this sure. is, this is um, I, it's your twist on the golden rule. Do unto others as you would want done unto your mom. Aha! I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and these quips kind of throughout the book are meant to just jar you or make you pause back to, would you really do that? You know, would you... Tell your mom you couldn't help her without first empathizing and trying to find a solution. Would you invite your mom to dinner? Then ask her to rate your meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. What you do is you, t- you say, hey, mom, we're going to go out for a quick bite, and then you send her a survey that's twice as long as it took at the restaurant. You right. spend time. Or would you give your mom a four-hour window in which you might show up to visit her? There you go. <laughs> How do you get out of that one? I mean, I get it. They're much better than they used to be. The 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 I guess the field service companies. We're not going to single out uh, any particular no, we're one. Not but but I mean, they they're getting a lot better with that. They are now informing their customers we're on our way. You can track us. Uh, anyway, we're that's off track. That's for another conversation. Number two, don't make me feed you soap. God, I hated <laughs> when my mom did that. Did you ever have that done to you? I did. Oh. Let me tell you what, I, I, I mouthed off to my mom, and she washed me out with the ivory soap and yeah. uh, hated, it. hated it. The Irish yeah, spring and- wasn't so bad, but that ivory, <laughs> no. Well, you're trying to make me snort. Okay, so um, this is, these are the things, and again, you know, I'm, I'm making a play on this, and there may be a whole generation after us or two, of course, Shep, that don't remember this, but people seem to know what I'm getting at. These are the things that interrupt our lives as customers, that create fear, worry, concern, discomfort. And, and you know, the, throughout the whole book, I'm also kind of giving companies the benefit of doubt. You know, you might say mom's benefit of the doubt that these nobody sets out to build a company that creates soapy moments, right, bar of soap moments. But they happen because we're in our silos, we've got operational metrics, and we build from our point of view Um, versus the customer. So, you know, these are things like honor customers' time and their clock. 
not just in self-service, but or in these service organizations. There's a, 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 a restaurant company called Sweetgreen that now works to get you in and out in eight minutes. So be aware. You know, Amazon Prime, their whole point of doing business is being ans- able to answer the questions for customers. Do you have what I need, and will you get it to me when I want it? Mm-hmm. Um, take the monkey off customers' back, right? W- w- every time... We interact with companies, not every time, but frequently. When we ask a company to do something for us, we get homework back, right? I, I want to return something. Well, then fill out this form, fax these three pages. It's crazy. It's homework. So this whole thing around get rid of the monkeys. And, again, this is deliberate redesign of your processes. Um, so there's a great company in there around healthcare. Don't leave customers in the dark. What we know is when customers are fearful, when you miss your flight or the power goes off, it's about lack of communication and lack of knowing that somebody's out there who has your back that feels so uncomfortable and worrisome. And then the, the tweets and the texts and other things start happening, and, you know, customers are exhausted from having to fend for themselves. Enable graceful departures. You know, we're still in some situations penning customers in with rules and penalties when they want to leave. Um, you know, and on and on it goes. Make it easy to get help, right? You're, you know, especially in the service industries, are we, you know, would you, would you put your mother through your phone tree? Right, <laughs> right, right. Would you want to even go through your own phone tree? I know. Would you send your paperwork to your mother? right. And, for example, know me. Would you make your mother keep reintroducing herself to you? But yet, <laughs> when we call companies, we have to remind them who we talked to last, who we are, how valuable we are, and what we needed to get done the last three times we called them or reached out to them or che- che- tweeted with them. Well, when you so put it that the- way. <laughs> right? I know. That's the, I mean, I love it. Would you make your mother introduce herself to, her, to yourself every keep, single time you see her? Yeah, would you make your mother keep reintroducing herself to you? And so that's the whimsy of the book as well is to, you know, I I call this book because I've been I've been doing this stuff for 35 years. I call it tough love wrapped in velvet. Mm -hmm. Very good. All right. Number three, put others before yourself. Yes. So this is um, redesign your business to help your customers achieve their goals and you will achieve your own. And it's paradoxical, right? If you, if you enable others to achieve their goals, you, that is the way to achieve your goal. But yet companies build their experiences and their processes from their point of view. So, you it's know, like the you... law of reciprocity. Do unto others. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like help people. And I'll go a step further. You, you use the word partnership. It's not, yeah. we're not just trying to sell you something. We're trying to partner with you and make you more successful. Uh, I just worked with a company, North American Bank Card, and one of the things they want to pride themselves on doing, and by the way, they're in an industry that, that gets beat up pretty badly. They're in the credit right. card industry, right? Yeah. And, and what they want to do is when they're talking to the merchants, because that's primarily who their customers are, the merchants who are out there uh, taking a consumer's credit card and they, they create these payment systems. If there's a problem, they want to know about it because they want to be the partner that helps them through the problem. And when you That's take right. the mindset on of being a partner, not just a vendor, that is starting to put others before yourself. And, and this is improving lives by redesigning. So this is where people who are really focused on human-centered design, et cetera. For example, 
Kohlhan, which is the global shoe manufacturer, has a whole experience lab. It's genius. You should everybody look it up. It's super cool. So they imagine your life in shoes, uh, you know, because and, and their whole design approach is they know, for example, you're not a woman chef. Maybe you, hopefully you haven't worn women's shoes. <laughs> Just kidding. But they know when a woman's back of her leg starts to hurt when the heel, they've been wearing heels for two days, for a few hours. They know what, you know, they imagine every experience you might have in shoes and they start with the life. And they design to life, yep. you know, so, <clears throat> you know, would you let your mom fend for herself in a trouble spot or would you rescue her? Right. Love it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to look at the next one. And then I love your final part of the book is called Stop the Shenanigans. We've got to let everybody know about that. The book, again, it's Would You Do That to Your Mother? The subtitle, The Make Mom Proud Standard for How to Treat Your Customers, available today at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, and just about any other bookstore that you would ever want to go to. Don't go away. We'll be right back. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24 7 365 days a year just go to www.shepondemand.com once again that's shepondemand.com and remember always be amazing you're listening to amazing business radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert shep hyken we're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Gene Bliss about our new book, Would You Do That to Your Mother? We are up to uh, the number four big, big uh, section of the book called Take the High Road. I think that's a good idea. Right. Well, and, and this is deliberateness, and this is about leadership, because the high road is a choice. You know, are you going to charge somebody uh, $7 for a bottle of water, or are you going to charge what you can, or are you going to charge what's fair? Right. Are, are you going to um, really change the balance between your customer and yourself? Um, there's, there's, especially as we've come out of tough financial times, there's been an instinct in many ways to do a spreadsheet of how much we can nickel and dime customers or um, the way that companies have done things, such as selling cars or selling high-end appliances or, you know, whatever it is. This is about looking at all of those things and putting balance back in so that the customer feels it's a partnership and a relationship mm-hmm. and that, it, that at the end of the day, both people are better off because they're in each other's lives. And once again, you, we use that word partnership, which is, which is great. All right. And then the final section, uh, I love it, stop the shenanigans. That's the pop quiz at the end of the book. Yes, it is. It summarizes... All of the questions, because throughout the book, there's, the, I've broken it into 32 case studies, but each is a toolkit that you can use on your own. It's a cartoon, it's a story, it's a case study, and then a mom lens to the right of each case study to let you pause and evaluate your own performance. And then in uh, Stop the Shenanigans, we summarize the mom lens with some questions to evaluate, and then... After each one of those, there's something called a, a Make Mom Proud-O-Meter. <laughs> <And it's really> just, <laughs> Who came up with uh, that? Gene Bliss. 
Oh, I like that. And it's a, um, it's a, it's the, it's the sad mom from the cover, and then we found the happy mom version of the same Getty Image woman, which we love. And so on the left, it says, "Oh dear," with the sad mom, and on the right, after five little boxes, you can check where you are. It says, "So proud." So it's. It's your way of working through your organization and really figuring out how close or far are you in behaving, in operating, in acting like a Make Mom Proud company that grows in a different way, that grows organically, um, and that you know earns the rave of customers and employees who grow their business for them. Well, anybody that's stuck with us this long, tons of value here. You get an idea of the way Gene thinks, uh, great ideas. And not only if you buy the book will you get the book, but you get a lot more, don't you? If you go to the website, which is make-mom-proud.com, what do you get? Yep. If you purchase one book, so I've got, I've got things broken out. You were creating a Facebook group. You'll have a live stream coaching. I did something called a mentor box. If you get three, if you just buy one book, you get a three-month subscription to mentor box, which is a video book lesson on this book with a, a mini workbook. Um, you also, if you purchase buy five books, will get my online course that I'm creating, a complete course um, for this book. And then if you buy more than 10 books, 10 books or more, you'll get a customized one-and-a-half-hour coaching with me and your team, which is something that I normally do only with my coaching clients. And, and the reason I'm putting this out here is that I, you know, this is kind of my love letter back to our community. I really want to make this simple. I really want to help. And so I, I want to make it compelling for you to want to have this book and, and use this book to uh, transform your experience and your culture. I think it, it is simple. You do make it simple just by the mere fact you get us to think in such a simplistic matter of simply make mom proud. Would you do this to your mother? Oh, dear. Yeah. I'm so proud. You've got a choice. <laughs> You've got a choice. All right. We're down to the last minutes here. This is like the lightning round. I'm going to only ask one question, though, and that's the one thing question. What's the one thing that you want the audience to remember? Uh, it could be something that we've already talked about, or it could be something brand new. What would that be? I think it's just that you need to begin, uh, it, and, and the reason why this work sometimes stumps people is we overcomplicate it. We try to do too many things at once. My gift to you is building a very simple path. Take one thing, nail it. Take another, nail it. Don't get wrapped up in the complexity of what customer experience has become, become in many ways. Just get it down back to its most simplest source. Would you do that to your mother? I'm giving you a framework to drive that through. Great. And I, like I said before, go out, get the book. You're going to love it. It's a fun book to read. It's got tons of great content. Would You Do That to Your Mother by Gene Bliss. And we'll end by reciting uh, Gene's, uh, it's, I'm calling it Gene's Alternative to the Golden Rule. Do unto others as you would want done unto your own mom. This has been uh -huh. Amazing Business Radio. Gene, you're awesome. Thanks. This is why we call it Amazing Business Radio, because you are amazing. And uh, we Well, it's wonderful being with you. You're amazing right back at you. Well, thanks, thanks. All right, everybody, that's it for this week. Until next week, remember, always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>